Hello. In the darkness of the world around us, where suffering, injustice, confusion, and uncertainty reign, the story of Christmas burns with brightness and hope. And in the darkness around you today, you can know that brightness and hope for yourself. My absolute joy would be if today you can experience that hope for yourself. We had our first snow last week. It was so exciting. Um, I've got two little boys, and um, when we woke up in the morning and saw there was snow, I was probably the most excited person in the house. We ran outside, um, and it was, I, was, I had to go to work <laughs> pretty soon, but I was like, let's build a snowman. And it was great. It was really good fun. But actually, it's so rare in Edinburgh that we get anything like proper snow. Where I grew up in the borders, we, we did snow properly, and in, um, in years where we got it, we had absolutely tons of snow. There were, um, you, you know in Edinburgh often they say, oh there's going to be a huge snowstorm and then there's like a few flakes and suddenly everything's shut and nothing's going, but in the borders we, we did it, we did it properly. There was one year I remember, I think it was 95, sometime around then, I was about 10, and um, there was just there was so much snow. It was um, the snowiest anyone could remember. And I remember just the weather forecast saying, okay, there's the snow coming. So my mom got everything ready. The freezer was stocked up. We were like, okay, we're going to be all right. And then it came and it snowed and it snowed and it snowed and it snowed heavier and heavier and heavier. And then suddenly our electric went off. And the the next morning when we looked out the road, which was the only way in and out or where we stayed, we were up in the hills, um, was totally blocked. So there was absolutely no way anyone was getting in or out. And it just so happened that year that um, the weather didn't let the snow melt. So we were without electricity and we were stranded um, for, for about a week, actually. So it was quite a long time. At first, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, me and my brother were outside. There were, there were absolutely massive drifts. We built tunnels through it. We had so much fun. Um, I was off school, which was just the best. It was great. Um, and um, it, was, it was just really exciting. Unfortunately, our, our neighbours had just had a baby, um, I think just a few weeks before it happened. I was 10, so I wasn't really aware. But I was aware of when a big helicopter came to deliver medicine for this baby. It was, it was very exciting. But the big problem was, because we didn't have electricity, that it got very, very dark. About four or five o'clock, that, that was it. You couldn't see anything more inside. And um, we had one torch, but unfortunately we didn't have many batteries, so that didn't last long, but we had, we had lots of candles. And so we would um, go around with these candles, holding them, and there were candles up on the tables just so we could see things. My overwhelming memory is of just this, this deep darkness in the house and these candles burning there. This season in um, church uh, is often called Advent, and traditionally this is a time when the church looks at darkness, looks at the darkness around us, and Christmas can only really be understood by understanding the darkness in the world. The light and brightness of Christmas is best experienced when you face the dark darkness around us, frankly and honesty, honestly. Over 2,000 years have passed since the events we know of in the Christmas tale. The journey to Bethlehem of a pregnant teenager and her new husband, the kindness of an innkeeper who took them in, the star which guided the wise men to see the promised one, the angelic revelations to the poorest, to the lowliest, the birth of a baby who will be called King of Kings, Messiah, God with us. And still, we, we hear this story, but we, we feel this disconnect. We look around us, and the world is not as it should be. 
we see the stain of suffering, we see distress and despair, we see anxiety and disquiet, questioning and silence. The world is not a place of joy. Pain and sorrow are our ever-present companions as we march through time meeting challenge after challenge. 2020 has been a hard year. Everyone would agree with that. But we know that as we look into the future, there will be more hardships. We look forward with hope to normality returning, but the darkness is still here. And yet, in the midst of the darkness, with eyes wide open to the suffering around, the Bible proclaims that Christmas, with the arrival of Jesus, means that light has entered and there is hope for all mankind. The Bible explains that in creation, God's first words, let there be light, were fighting darkness. But the darkness returned. It is around us everywhere we look, but if we're honest, we see that the darkness is not just around us, but it's within us as well. God brings light. His desire is that people all over the world, from every nation, from every people group, every language, would know him, would know that he is a loving God, that he is a father, and that he loves each and every one of us. He's continually pouring out love and affection from the world and all in it. His desire is to see people happy, cared for, living in societies that are just and caring. That's his plan for the world. As Jesus said, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. But the question must be asked, if there's an all-powerful God who desires such things, why is there pain and suffering in the world around me? The Bible's answer is this. The darkness surrounds us because, at a basic level, all of us have actively chosen darkness rather than light. We've done what ought not to be done. We've not done what we ought to have done. We know what we should be like, yet we don't live up to our own standards, let alone those of a perfect God. The Bible says everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. The darkness has enticed us and it's entered us. We are surrounded by darkness around and within. We, the Bible describes us as being in a state of enemies of God. But in the darkness, we see in the distance a sparkle, hope, an invitation. Come, be changed. Jesus arrived. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it, it says. Jesus is light. He is beautiful. He is perfect. As you get to know him, you see that more and more. We see life as we would like it. We would like a life which is full of joy and peace, satisfaction and wholeness that can only come from a relationship with the one who made us. But we are separated by our decision to go our own way. We can't choose to be light. We can't choose for light to come any more than when we're outside in the dark, we can command it to be light. What do we do then? How do we enter into this light? The answer to this question can be found in the words of one of my favorite carols, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. One of the verses goes, Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Christmas doesn't make sense without Easter. The baby, the young king, grew and became a man. It says that he suffered and, um, and died on a cross. Christ suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. 
through Jesus, a way has been opened for us to come back to God. Through his suffering and death, we can be given a second chance, a second birth, and come home to the one we need most. The darkness within us can become light. We can know light. We can know the joy of God. In the, in the carol as well, it says, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Through Jesus' work, we can be reconciled to God. We're no longer isolated from him. We know him as our father. But in order to have this as our experience, we need to accept his offer. Jesus says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. We have to actively choose this new way of life. This means we no longer decide for ourselves what is right. What God says no to, we say no to. What he says yes to, we say yes to. We don't follow our hearts, we follow Jesus. It can be painful. There are times we need to give up things we think are good, but in reality, this is us letting go of darkness and allowing light to flood in. God speaks to us and gives us a choice. We, continue, we can continue with life as we've been doing, or we can take a risk and trust in Jesus. We can choose a new life, trust him, and enter into the joy of knowing God. I did this over 20 years ago, and honestly, it's the best thing I've ever done. I would love for you to make this choice too. I think that some people listening to this, are, are this isn't a new story you've heard, but God is speaking to you, and he's asking you to take a risk and to trust Jesus. If you want to do this, there's four things you need to do. Firstly, you need to recognize your need, that you've made wrong choices, and as a result, the darkness has entered. You want to turn away from the darkness, from the bad choices, what the Bible calls sin, to say you've had enough of choosing your own way and be willing to listen to God. Thirdly, you need to believe that Jesus died and rose again, and that through this there's forgiveness and a hope for a new life. And finally, in prayer, you invite Jesus to come into your life and allow him to direct your steps, believing that as he does so, you will be transformed. This year has been hard for all of us. There's been huge difficulties and adjustments, but maybe in this, God's been speaking to you, letting you see there's a hole in your life, there's a better life out there, that through believing him, you can have 2021, you can have a whole life of purpose and fulfillment as you learn to know and love him more. I'm just going to pray to finish, and I'd love you to join in this prayer with me if you'd like to. Lord Jesus, I recognize that you are light and that in with, within me is darkness. And Jesus, I, I, I see you and I trust you. And Lord, I ask that you would allow me to enter into this life with you, to have the light enter me, and I turn away from my old life and trust you. Thank you, Lord. Thanks so much. Um, it's been so wonderful to um, speak to you and I hope you enjoy the rest of the service. If you prayed along with me, I'd really, really love you to email us at hello at kingschurchedinburgh.org um, just to reach out and I'd love to um, send you something to, to just get you started in your new life. But I hope you enjoy the rest of the service. <laughs>